From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about all the different ways you can romance your spouse. And there's a quote on romance from Colin Trevorrow, and he says, there's no shame in being romantic. I think people want to feel that sense of romance, which is rarely even attempted anymore. We're going to push on that a little bit as we're talking about romance here. Uh, But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is really an opportunity to, to share what you're doing, to share what's happening in the one family, to share where there's breakthrough occurring. And this hug comes from an email that we received that starts with, I just finished episode 10 of your podcast. I started with number one last week, and this is exactly what I needed right now. Okay, sidebar, (laughs) sidebar. That was a bit ago. That was 13 years ago. So for any of you that are going back and reading the old episodes. Listening. Listening. Yes, you don't read them. You listen. (laughs) Um, Tony and I have grown up a lot in the last 13 years. So lots of grace if you listen to a show from 2010. But here's the beauty of it all. We leave them all out there because we want you to see the growth. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, it's not about our growth, but those here in the one family. And so... We've been asked over the years, like, why do you keep them up? And you know what? Because it's humbling. And it's also a way for folks to see and and you to see if you're new to to the One Extraordinary Marriage show and to the one family that things change and seasons Mm -hmm. happen. and, And this isn't just, oh, wow, Tony and Elisa right now, but Tony and Elisa 13 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago things happen and that's probably happening in your marriage and we're here to continue to encourage you and bring you hope. Absolutely. Uh, This husband goes on to say, next month, my wife and I celebrate our 30th anniversary, Mm. but there have been lingering problems from the beginning that have continued to rear their ugly head. We hit a wall a week ago and I was looking for some solutions and came across your Six Pillars book on Amazon. Quick other side note, if you haven't read The Six Pillars (laughs) of Intimacy, you want to find it on Amazon, just go to sixpillarsofintimacy.com. It'll go directly to Amazon. He goes on to say, after listening to it and now starting the podcast, I see hope for actually tackling these things. Mm. That makes me so excited. Please pray that my wife will be on board with going through the Six Pillars workshop together. Pray that she has an open heart to learning and changing together. I'm starting the next podcast episode now. I'm so impressed you've been doing this for 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. There are days we're really impressed that we've been doing it for 13 years too. That's a lot of, a lot that, of consistency and commitment. That, and, yes. And I love that, you know, this husband is, you know, he's going after making a change in marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, so much of even this particular episode where we're talking about being able to, to romance your spouse. What does that look like? Like, I love the fact that he's been married for 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, for any of you that have been married, you know, like more than a day, romance in the dating season to romance where you are now may look vastly different. There may be some things that you carried forward, some things that you haven't, some things that have changed, some things that you probably need to find out about, which is why you're listening to the show. Because when this episode is first airing, it is the end of January 2023. So newsflash, Valentine's Day is coming. It's another one of those days that you can actually mark on your calendar that's going to show up mm-hmm. every year. Yep. Every year. And we're actually doing this episode very intentionally right now because we want to seed mm-hmm. the romance, not just into Valentine's Day, 
but into your marriage. Absolutely. And, and this is so important because I sit across from couples in their coaching sessions and you know, I hear phrases like, at least I want more romance. Okay. Or at least we just like, we're not romantic anymore. Or one spouse will look at the other and this can go both ways. This is not like a, a, a woman looking at her man, but there are times when the statement comes out that says, you never romance me. Mm-hmm. Period. There's a whole lot in that statement. And like just just memory lane go back in memory lane with me for just a quick second think back to when you were dating mm-hmm. like just like some of you right now like i i just imagine the smile that is crossing your face simply as i said take a walk down memory lane and think tony's smiling like what is the, what is the memory <laughs> that came to mind right now because you immediately like your shoulders dropped and you immediately got i wish everybody could see your smile right now but you just got this really big smile on your face um, I mean, if we go back to our dating years, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. You're listening. <laughs> I mean, there, there are some definite moments where I remember us, th- these romantic moments, right? I, Chautauqua Park in Boulder, um, left-hand Canyon, driving up left-hand Canyon. Uh-huh. Those two, for some reason, and also our first date, mm-hmm. And it wasn't the whole dress up and everything, but being at first walk right there by Boulder Creek, there's something about those three moments that to me just just say those were romantic. Mm. I, I don't I don't know how to pinpoint it at times, but I do. A, a part of it, I think it was the environment of each one of those were vastly sure. different because I, I think if you remember Chautauqua Park, we went on top of one of the one of the rocks up there and we are above some clouds, clouds mm-hmm. you know, left hand canyon was more that we are just along the side of the road and, and Boulder Creek was roaring. And then being that first walk together, we are dressed up and it was that first date. Um, and so I just that was romantic in itself. I mean, we had a poo poo platter. And the flaming volcano. The flaming volcano. (laughs) Which led to the spring roll on the poo-poo platter flying out of Tony's hand and skipping across the outside patio. Well, yeah, yeah, the the spring roll, (laughs) which I did end up picking up and eating because that is a 21-year-old and you don't have the most money and you're hungry, you're going to eat it. But but those would be three of those moments Mm. in in, in our dating where I'm like, wow, those were romantic times. And what I love about this, so Tony and I... The, all of those very significant events happened 27 and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And, no, 20, 28 and a half, 94. What is that? Well, we've been married 26 years. We're going on 29, so 28 and a half years ago. Okay. Okay. And um, f- <laughs> Tony's memory sometimes, like, he just, he lets things go super quickly. Like, he just, he doesn't use Short it. term. He just doesn't keep anything extra in his brain that he doesn't need to be there. So... As his wife, I am like, I, I just find it actually super romantic that he's like, oh yeah, like I remember like this little nuance to that thing that happened in, in June of 94 and, and this in July of 94. Like I know he's not giving you guys the dates, but I roughly remember when these things happened. And uh, and also another romantic moment is our first kiss over for your, for your birthday over the table in my buddy's apartment. You're leaving out kind of a key factor in that. <laughs> yeah. So for my 20th birthday, okay, this was 94. So like the statute of limitations is way overdue. No, I threw I threw Elisa Kager. For my, my 20th. Because I lived my in. my 21st. Yeah, her 20th. I lived in the fraternity house 
and um, for that summer, I was a cook and a hasher, as a cleanup guy, and that's where I met Elisa. And so I wanted to throw her a party, and then one of my buddies had an apartment there in Boulder. And I'm like, hey man, it's Elisa's twentieth birthday. Can I use your apartment to throw her a birthday? I'll bring the keg. And he was like, absolutely. It's yeah, amazing like, how quickly that got arranged once he's Tony's like, like, I'll bring the keg. Come on. Yeah. It, it's summer in Boulder. Let's have let's have a good time. Yeah. And so we kissed mm-hmm. over the kitchen table, each yeah. with a pitcher of beer. Yep. Yep. Romance. Romance 101. I love it. But that that's our story. Mm-hmm. That's our story. And, you know, it, it's so fascinating to look back. Like I said, it's crazy to say that's almost 29 years ago. And, uh, and, think through like for a lot of you you know there was a lot of intentionality there were those little surprises there were those moments and and then just the thoughtfulness and then in a lot of marriages you you do the wedding you get all dressed up it's super fancy you say I do you kiss you start introducing kids and mortgages and all this kind of stuff and the romance can just like literally it's like crickets Mm -hmm. it's instead of Bueller Bueller it's romance romance is it here in our marriage? Because you, you've lost that that anticipation or the curiosity and there's just a whole lot of routine. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you do dates, but they look the same week in and week out or month in and month out or year in and year out if you're actually you know not making it a priority. And romance is defined as a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. And, and as we go into this episode, I really want to ask you and then say, hey, when was the last time that you felt excitement or mystery associated with love in your marriage. And we have a pretty good sense in the one family, how long y'all have been married. We've been asking some questions lately. Um, Some of you have been married a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. It's entirely possible with this listening audience that for some of you, it's been a very, very long time. And that's why we're doing this episode. That's the whole like catalyst for going, hey, wait a minute. It doesn't have to be like that. Romance isn't dead. Mm-hmm. Just because you haven't done it in a long time doesn't mean you can't, you know, liven that thing back up and bring it back into your marriage. And I think it comes back to the definition, right? It is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love, but I think there are ways that we can create those. Mm. And it's something that I think even in our marriage has fallen flat over years of time and, and during time periods, it's fallen flat. And other times it's, wow, we're being intentional in this area and we're taking action. So that feeling of excitement or even creating that excitement mm-hmm. comes back. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at romance and I just think about where Lisa and I have been and we shared, you know, back in the dating days, but you know, even now, like that excitement of just getting her flowers or taking her somewhere or doing something. And it's not often. I know you're laughing. I'm totally laughing because we've been in this house for seven months. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've gotten me flowers since we've I've been bought flower. I bought those sunflowers for you. Not since we've been here. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Well, then maybe I need a... Bring in some excitement. Okay, just yeah, you know, like you mentioned <laughs> that, not, and I'm like, it, but it was huh. like summer. It was summer, winter. It's not spring yet. So when spring hits, then I can go for flowers. Oh, I didn't know you were a seasonal flower guy. <laughs> like we talked about seasonal affective <laughs> disorder last week. Um, now you're a seasonal flower guy. Like I said, it's a feeling of excitement, mystery <laughs> associated with love, and like I said, even in our marriage, 
is that always happening? And so for even for us, it's about how are we going to be intentional? How am I going to be intentional? This is a what can I do moment. Mm. Let me just share that. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of what can I do, not what you can do for me, but what can I do to to foster that feeling of excitement and mystery Mm -hmm. so that way we can have the extraordinary marriage we desire. I'm not saying we're perfect. Sometimes these, these episodes that we do is speaking directly to us. I'm just like, it was just kind of a funny example because you don't usually do a flower example. I'm like, my dad sent me flowers. Oh, maybe those are the ones I'm thinking of. I, think that's what I, <laughs> I did buy, I did buy Abs some flowers for her. You birthday. got Abby flowers for her birthday. Yeah. yeah, as, yeah. So I, that may be what you're thinking of. You're like, I actually bought flowers for one of my girls, but yeah, it's your daughter, not your All wife. Right. Let's anyway, move forward. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, last week though, on Instagram, we asked the question, "What is your most favorite way to be romanced?" Mm-hmm. And you know we're so appreciative of every single one of you that takes the time to just respond to a question when we put it up. And and these ideas were awesome. And, and so we're just going to straight up share them with you mm-hmm. because hearing this, I'm hoping it's going to like start to jog something in you. Like we're not just sharing this list of ideas and commenting on them because, you know, we needed filler for an episode. It's actually because, look, these are your peers. Mm-hmm. This is the one family saying that this is their most favorite way to be romanced. And you got to think about like, how could I do that in my marriage? How would, like, is this something that my spouse has said, oh, I'd really like it if you did that. Mm-hmm. Because if your spouse has said it and then somebody else in the one family is saying it, that's double confirmation. Like, let's figure out how to do it. Yeah. Right? So some of the ideas, love notes. This I actually have to say, Tony and I, because, you know, it was almost 30 years ago. I will tell you that when we were mailing each other back and forth because we were even pre-email mm. um we weren't pre-email well we, we, we weren't had, we had the dot edu chat okay yes and we e- had to go to the computer email. lab in email yeah um getting cards and letters like i still have a box of all of our of all of our letters the back, back and, and forth. forth yeah I, I wish we still had that the letter your dad sent me though <laughs> that wasn't a love note <laughs> it wasn't a love that note. wasn't a love that's note. for another day though yes. we'll, we'll talk about yes, that one yes. later uh date days mm-hmm. i love this there is nothing. Look, it's not in the Ten Commandments. It's not anywhere. Get out and do date days. Remembering something I like and bringing it home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing those sexy text messages. It doesn't take you anything. Just make sure it's PG in case somebody else picks up your phone. Uh, activity where everything is planned. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Minimize the, minimize the decisions. Uh, initiating in a fun way. Share your feelings with me. Do dinners, just the two of us. Flowers. I did not put that in there. That was actually already on the list. Slow dances. Mm-hmm. How about you playing a guitar and singing a song that expresses how he feels? Oh, that's cool. Candles in the bedroom. Nice lingerie. Sweet sayings in my ear. Mm. It's amazing. With all the negative the things that we hear all day long, those sweet things can really go a long way. Mm-hmm. Surprise getaways. And I know, I just know that even me just going down that list and that wasn't even exhaustive. Those were just, you know, like the highlights. Uh, some of you are starting to have an aha moment mm. of going, oh shoot, I've been meaning to do that, but I haven't. Or I hadn't thought about that, but wait a minute, how could I, how could we do that? And what I want to say is I, I need, I, I can't, express enough that romance doesn't have to be dead if you've been married for a long time in your marriage. Like we have to get to this place where we're going and we're taking ideas and we're running with them, making them, helping you to make your marriage extraordinary. And we're going to talk about how to do that and how to have great dates after this break. 
Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back and we're talking about how to keep the romance alive and, and how to explore that with different date ideas. And oh my gosh, I, I have to tell you the dates that some of you guys have gone on you know, in this place of being romanced by your spouse are amazing. And what I love about so many of them is that it wasn't about the amount of money Mm. that was being spent. Like if we can just talk about romance and dating your spouse for a second, it's not always about the zeros. Mm -hmm. It's not about how much it costs time and time again, whether it was those romance ideas that we just gave you or these date ideas that we're going to share next. It's about the intentionality. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing, knowing like really knowing that your spouse was thinking about you to make something happen. Because when that knowing is there, nobody talks to me about not being romanced. When somebody sees that, or when somebody feels that they've been seen, when they feel valued, when they feel cherished, and this goes for both men and women, nobody's talking to their marriage coach about not feeling romance. They're like, oh my gosh, can I tell you what my husband did? Oh my gosh, what my wife did. And, and I get to hear all the mushy gushy stuff and it makes for a fabulous coaching session. Yeah. Right. But that's why we're doing this. That's why we're talking about this. I love the, the very first one that I saw when I opened up the responses on Instagram. And this one actually was super meaningful to me was going to the DC zoo to see the pandas. And for those of you that don't know, there are pandas at the Washington DC zoo. And I don't even know if I had told you this story prior to even. No. So when I was six, we lived on the East Coast. We lived in Baltimore, Maryland. And my parents took us to the Washington D. Like, I remember seeing the pandas at the D.C. Zoo. So even seeing this pop up, it's amazing what what hearing from others in the one family, the kind of memories and just the positive experience that that can elicit. Because whoever put this in, I just want to thank you mm. for just giving me just a reminder of like a really great, like, you know, from the movie Inside Out, kind of that core memory, right? Like that was just a happy memory. Yeah. And I love that you two did that as a date. Uh, Weekends out of town. And you know what? I think this is like, when I think of these dates that we're sharing, this is like the culmination. Everything that we shared before, like the love notes, the sexy texts, 
the initiating in a fun way, sharing your feelings, flowers. I think those are all that, that, that romance, that way of us to feel and share that excitement for something or that mysterious thing that's coming that leads to this. Mm. And while we're on these, you know, dates, be it day, night, whatever you're doing, that like fosters it. It, mm-hmm. it. it almost like seals it. It's like, oh, wow. Do you remember like me asking you to go, which was cool, but then us really being there. Mm-hmm. And, and that just sort of like seals that memory and that romantic feeling that we have. So surprise fancy dinner, a train ride. And then they, this one even said a cash in an envelope to buy an outfit for the date. Which I just like, that was so epic to me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and I don't know which way that went because I don't mm-hmm. ever look if it's male, female, but, but I just love the intentionality behind, Hey, go get yourself something that's going to make you feel amazing for this date. Mm-hmm. Here's the money to do it. Don't worry about it. It's all handled. Just go. Just go. Yeah. Just go. Cooking together, sipping wine and listening to good music in the background you know, this is something that Elisa and I did a couple of weeks ago, and um, it's actually really cool. I mean, we just had a, it was just a fun, it was it was romantic. It was um, just that, that feeling of excitement because we were both in the kitchen and just working with one another, and mm-hmm. there was some music going on, and we were laughing, and, and it was just fun. It was just a fun moment. And then to to actually eat the meal that we prepared where we were both, it was something that we had never made before. And to be like, wow, this is really good. We were impressed with ourselves. I was like, wow, this is really, really good. Yeah. And so, you know, cooking together can be one of the, one of the coolest ways to have that romantic time and, mm-hmm. and just, and again, hey, get it. When you got kiddos running around and everything, you're probably going, oh, this isn't for us. Okay, we'll pick something else. Right. You know, maybe this isn't your time. Maybe you got to get rid of the kids and get them over to, to grandma and grandpa's or aunties and uncle and just, you know, get get that time. Uh, somebody else said Estes Park, Colorado, hot tub in the snow. Mm. Brings back memories. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of Colorado memories. Well, Estes Park, we were there 25 years after for our dating we were yes. there and we went up to Estes Park. Remember, we went up to the high point in yeah, uh, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah. yeah. Progressive dinner. I love this one. Progressive dinner with rock, paper, scissors, deciding where to go. I, I love that one because we've done pre- progressive dinner many a times with the rock, paper, scissor to decide where to go. I think is really cool because you and I can sometimes do a progressive dinner and then sort of like, I don't care. What do you want to do? I don't care. What do you want to do? And it's sort of like, well, there's a place and it's like. I yeah, like this the, is like taking the I progressive like, dinner up a notch. Absolutely. Some of you have also done just throwing out other ideas. Some of you have done the progressive dinners where you like do a drive-through, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, we're going to have like, you know, drive-through drink and we're going to have drive-through burger and then we're going to go mm-hmm. someplace else and have a drive-through dessert. So have fun with the progressive dinners. Skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not jumping out of a plane. Tony doesn't do heights. He will climb high, but he will not willingly. Throw well, himself. and even climbing high, that's a little, <laughs> that it really hasn't happened much in, but the, you, but in the recent, like the recent, recent But past, you would so. still hike. You would still hike up heights. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, would. I'm I would. Saying, I would, I'm not I would like love rock climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I would love to go to like base camp of Everest or you know the top of Kilimanjaro. Our friend JW is listening to this episode. Yes, yes. you can take him traveling. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. He <laughs> We're wants making to go. It happen, JW. He wants to go. But uh, but to jump out of a plane like that's not my like. Ooh, like this is romantic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Partly because he knows that I probably wouldn't find any romance in that. So. Waterfall charcuterie picnic i yeah. think that's amazing yeah you just got to keep it all cold and hike it in 
Yeah, but I mean, they they make those amazing backpacks now that are all insulated, and you can. But the waterfalls that just reminds me of times when we would go hiking in some of the waterfalls we would see. Mm-hmm. Uh, not here in Southern California so much, but especially when we went up into Yosemite, Sequoia, Kings Canyon. Um, those places just had beautiful, like, oh my goodness. And probably with the rain that we've had this year, I bet you, I, yeah, actually, I know where we could go. Borrego Springs, look at the flowers. No. no. Kitchen Kitchen Creek Falls right off the PCT. Well, there. There, there's, and, it, and it's a short hike down to the falls. So apparently part of our romantic <laughs> uh, adventures will be, because this falls into like a lot of you like the camping and the outdoors yes. and that type of thing. Um, getting on exploring your city can mm-hmm. be super rom- like. There are so many ways that the two of you can be a tourist in your own city and just like explore it with fresh eyes mm-hmm. and, and bring that romance of like, let's go places we haven't been before. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody mentioned a surprise trip to Leavenworth, Washington at peak leaf season. And having lived in Washington, absolutely, that is a real thing. I, I do want us to do what one of the trips I want us to take is the East Coast. The Northeast. Like yeah. I want to go up. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Northeast in that fall season. I mean, that to me is a dream trip. So, so we, two trips that we clearly have coming up in our future is we're going to have to do the SEC football tour. Yes. And then we have to, and it can't happen at the same fall because if we also want to do like a Northeast, like chase the leaves thing, those things probably happen at about the same time. So it's clearly going to be two different falls that we're going to have to do that. So, but we still have a year and a half before our daughter graduates yes. from high school so someone else said hot springs and steamboat springs I mean, man you guys need to share these hot springs and anybody who, who lives in tony has tried to be so romantic over the years with hot springs southern california like if anybody knows great hot springs by all means send those my way i have tried so many times to take elisa to amazing hot springs and like get this like romantic like just i wish you could see my face right now just a, a cool place and and man, I've fallen flat many a times. Elisa is usually walking away like, "This is horrible." Like, how did you? Why did you take me out here? Like, when <laughs> and I always spring- find, and I always find the, the the glass is half full, so I find the the positive in it. And Elisa's like, "Yeah, it's cold and the water's too hot." So what are we doing? He took here? me to a hot springs once called Crab Cooker. Okay. It was, that was absolutely beautiful, though. The setting was incredible. I will give nobody you, was there. I will give you a hundred points for the setting. The like. <laughs> Two foot by two foot hot spring, uh, appropriately named crab cooker. But it was like an old, it was like an old bathtub that it, it flowed into. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that doesn't change With the like fa- the feet and everything on it. Like it was one of those bathtubs. <sighs> but it was just, it was literally a crab cooker. I put my leg in it up to my knee. One You one got leg. that far? I don't even think you got that far. Oh, I think I did. It was because, like a foot. Okay. Whatever. But my, my leg was like bright red. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, we have. I, I am in awe of all of you that have been able to find the hot springs as a place of romance because yes. we've tried. They are more a source of humor and entertainment and sometimes a little frustration yes. for us. Lastly, we have here sunset walks. Mm-hmm. There's. I, I think you and I have done many of romantic nights, evenings, right there in that time frame of just getting out and enjoying and seeing the sunset along mm-hmm. the beach because living here in San Diego, we get that, um, we get those moments. And so they have been all amazing. We have a resource. It's called our bucket list of dates. And I'm going to put it here in the, in the episode notes for you, but go get it because it's a great way that you can just write down. What are our bucket list of dates? How are we going to romance one another? 
What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And the key is, it's always, how are we going to be intentional? And how are we going to, and when are we going to take action? Yeah, it, it's, you know, I love doing episodes like this one because of just the creativity and mm-hmm. I think the connection that comes out of the one family when we share your ideas. But, it, you know, ultimately it does come down to what will you do with this? Mm-hmm. Will this be another episode where you're like, hey, Tony Lisa, good job. Uh, and you go about your day and, and nothing changes. Or is this going to be one of those episodes where you're like, you know what, Valentine's Day is coming. Or maybe you're listening to this in September, you know, and you're like. The fall leaves are changing. The fall leaves are changing or, or it doesn't matter when you listen to this episode. What will you do in your marriage? What will you take from that list of ideas of romantic you know, ways people like to be romance? And how will you incorporate that into just a memorable experience? I mean, really bringing in, you know, if you think about your intimacies, just in closing with this, you can bring in your emotional intimacy, your physical intimacy, your recreational intimacy. Like those are the first three that automatically yep. come as you start to do this. And then it'll trickle over into your sexual intimacy. You'll have, you know, some financial intimacy as you start thinking about what you're going to do. But like you really... Romance hits on so many, if mm-hmm. not all, of the intimacy. So be intentional about how you do that and really start to change this experience around romance because romance isn't dead in your marriage. That is the truth. So this week, go pick something to go do. Find something romantic. Write it down. Get that our bucket list of date ideas. Come up with a plan and then execute it. It might be, you know, this week, it might be next month, it might be something bigger that you're planning. But how do you foster that excitement and mystery in your marriage this week? You guys have yourselves a fantastic one. We're excited to hear what you're going to do. So don't hesitate to send us an email. We want to hear your hugs. Send them to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Tell us what you're doing to romance your spouse as we would love to hear. You guys have yourselves a great week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.